What's going on everybody? I hope you guys are having a great week. You already know it's your boy Mr. PVO and we back at it with another episode of PVO Gems. Let's go. This is the book review where I review a book and drop its gems. What's going on everybody? You already know it's your boy Mr. PVO. Positive vibes only. We're back at it, man, and today I'm going to be doing something new. This is going to be a new uh, segment on my show. It's going to be another type of show. It's going to be called the PVO Gems Book Review. Um, basically, what I'm doing right now is I'm reading Think and Grow Rich, and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking out the gems, and I'm just going to be reiterating them out to you the same way that I received it. Who knows where it's going to go? Who knows what gems you may take away? But I think it's important to do because, you know, books hold a lot of knowledge and it makes sense to share the knowledge, right? So let's do it. Think and Grow Rich is written by Napoleon Hill, a famous author. He is known, his claim to fame is self-help books. His biggest claim to fame, which is Think and Grow Rich, was something that he wrote in 1937, which is amongst one of the best top 10 selling self-help books of all time which is crazy right you think of it a book that's written that far back is still relevant in today's society in today's world um basically pretty much what he did was he interviewed and literally found the secret sauce that majority of the people that are successful if not all of them use and he's literally dropped the gems in 13 principles in the book so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be discovering all 13 principles. We're going to be going over it chapter by chapter. And the first chapter that we are going to start with is the introduction. So before we do that, let me give you a bit of a background. Um, shout out to MC Ebone. MC Ebone was in a clubhouse chat with uh, me and a whole bunch of other people. And I guess it was one of those chats where like it was a serious, I think, I don't know if it was a serious topic, but he had mentioned that, you know what, like, yo, you literally, you guys have to read, think and grow rich. And he said, yeah, like literally like you need to start your day off by the, the, the uh, what did he say again? Sorry. The first four hours of what you think of is how the day you're going to, is the way your day is going to go. So if you think of like, and I've, I've personally, I've done this myself. So I've woken up and I've played video games and like majority of my day was spent playing video games i've woken up and i've thought about stocks majority of my day was thinking about ways to improve myself right so when he had said this in the the clubhouse chat it kind of made me think and he's like you know what what you guys all need to do is like make sure you guys need to make sure you guys go and buy think and grow rich because that would really change your mental and change your mind state so after he said that it's been on my mind to buy the book i finally came around and i bought the book so i'm excited to read it i'm excited to to learn what it has to say and i'm excited to have you guys on this journey with me um i think it's going to be a great journey hopefully we can uncover some some hidden gems i'm just going to be breaking down how i perceive the information how i receive the information and Hopefully the way that I receive the information may trigger something for you or may help do something better for you. And for me, hopefully this helps me break things down and it's it's going to be beneficial too because I want to have a conversation going about this. So I want people to discuss what the, how they view things, how they interpret different things, right? So it's going to be an adventure, man. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to do this. So 
let's get it man think and grow rich from napoleon hill go get a copy on amazon if you haven't already got a copy it's a great read so far and we're just going to be breaking down the introduction in this first pod so let's let's get it i got some gems here for you so this is a lengthy book it is about 380 pages um some people may not think that's lengthy it probably isn't to a lot of people who read uh, a lot but some people don't read a lot and you know what reading is important so you should read a lot but let's start on page one but we're gonna zoom to page 19 because the first gem that i or the first thing that stuck out to me when i was reading this book was it says psychologist said when one's truly ready for a thing it puts it in its appearance and that's found on page 19 so when i'm hearing something like that and i'm reading something like that and it says when one's truly ready for something so when you're really ready for something and you know your whole mind body and desire and everything is on the same page as with what you want i feel like the universe just puts things in front of you you know and it's just like you have to be able to stay ready you have to be able to capitalize on that you know, and I feel like that's important. So Napoleon Hill is basically saying that there's research done. I forgot what who the psychologist was. It doesn't mention in the book, but there was research done. And the psychologist said that when you're truly ready for something, it puts it in its appearance. Think about it. How many times have you been thinking about something or have you been, you know, ready and just like, okay, yo, like, yo, the moment is here. I remember those one time, I remember I was in grade nine and I never, I started playing basketball in grade nine pretty much. And I wasn't really, I wasn't ready, man. I was a raw talent. I was a guy who can just jump and do all that, the crazy stuff and like whatever, crazy athletic, but I had no skill, no footwork, no nothing. And there was a time where I, I made the grade nine team, shout out Mr. Graham. And like, yo, there was a time where I'm just like, all right, man, like, I was ready, man. I'm like, yo, like, yo, I'm ready for the moment. Put me in, coach. Sub me in. Put me in. And like, yo, and I got my time. I was ready, man. And I didn't look back. You know, I, uh, <laughs> my boys still laugh at me to this day, but I remember my first basket. I took off from like the three-point line and it was like on a fast break and I just went one, two from the three-point line. I got long strides and I was able to lay it and that's how that's how my love for basketball started. So going back to what the psychologist said and it's like I was really ready. I was ready for the moment and the time came and boom, the moment was put in front of me and I capitalized on that. The caption that stood out to me or something that was written in the book that stood out to me was stay ready until you get what you're looking for man and that's really important because if you're not ready and what you're looking for shows up in front of you man you're not going to be ready you're not going to capitalize on the moment so sometimes you just if you really know what you want you'll stay ready until that opportunity presents itself because if you're ready for the opportunity and the opportunity presents itself you're gonna capitalize like for example i was ready for that moment so yo coach put me in the game i know i suck in practice you know what i mean i know i can't shoot i know all this but yo put me in the game and when he put me in the game he didn't look back and you know what i turned out to be a star player for fletcher shout out fletcher's arrows you know what i mean and if hey it was good man good times man and also another thing in the book, another gem says, stay ready. The opportunity may not come in the form you're expecting. So take that in. You know, I'm going to read it one more time. Stay ready. The opportunity may not come in the form you are expecting. So you may not know. You may think that you're ready for an opportunity and you're going to be sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing happens. You're going to be like, what the heck? Let me give you an example for myself. OK, I used to work at an IT company that was pretty, pretty trash. And I'm just like, yo, I want a new job. I want a new job. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And the time came where another opportunity presented itself to me, you know, and I'm just like, you know what? Like, why am I going to do this? This is not what I want to do. But I ended up going 
and taking that job. I ended up just going to the, it was like a little, you know how they have the information sessions? And I went to the information session and I was just like, oh wait, like, yo, maybe this is the job for me. Maybe this this is gonna work better. So I was ready for a new opportunity. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And then I got into something and I was like, oh wow, this is a way better alternative. So I was ready in the, I was ready for the opportunity. It just didn't come down to like a certain, like, you know, you think about it, like, okay, yeah, you apply for a job, you get an interview, you know, that's what you're expecting. But I wasn't expecting to go to the information session and actually get the job and actually go through the information session and pass all the stages to get the job. So that was pretty dope. And it kind of resonates with me when I'm reading the book. And these are things that people are doing as well. One of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. Okay, that's found on page 21. So it's like just reading that and just trying to break breaking that down. It's just a lot of people fail because of defeat. And sometimes you think about it and it's just like, you know what? Like, yo, when you when you're done, you say I'm defeated, you know, and it's just like sometimes you can't quit. Sometimes you got to keep pushing through because you never know where that breakthrough is. I know there's a picture on Instagram. You see someone mining and they're mining, mining, mining. And there's one guy beside him. He stops right before he strikes gold. Right. And it's just like, yo, like he was temporarily defeated because he was probably tired. He's like, oh, man, I can't find no gold. And boom, at the end of the day, what did he do? He struck gold. He's the next person who kept going, struck gold, which is kind of crazy because it's just like you gave up. I kept going. Right. That's another story in this book too. There's um the I forgot the, I'm not gonna say any names in the book. You can go ahead and read it. But there's a story where someone was actually digging for gold, and the guy they kept digging, 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 caught some gold, and then the well ran the oil mine or the oil mine, the gold mine ran dry. But the thing is, he ended up selling all of his equipment to somebody else, and the person who he sold it to had got some more knowledge from someone else who was more knowledgeable, and said the person said kept digging. I mean, keep digging, sorry. So when the guy kept digging, you know what he ended up doing? He ended up striking more gold, more even way more than the guy who sold it to him. So the guy was temporarily defeated because for two years or two or three years, sorry, he wasn't able to dig. He wasn't able to hit anything. He wasn't able to find more gold. But if had he kept going, he would have been able to find gold. So it just goes to show that sometimes when you're temporarily defeated and you give up, don't give up because you never know what's behind it the next door before success comes into any man's life he is sure to meet with temporary defeat and perhaps some failure page 23 so it just goes to show man like back to the example that i just gave which was a story in the book he was temporarily defeated and he gave up you know and it's just like you sometimes you can't give up because because you never truly know what's behind that next door you don't know what's behind that next door if you don't go through the next door so sometimes in life, you know, you're doing things and you're just like, oh man, this isn't working, this isn't working. Maybe you gotta just change your strategy, but don't just give up, don't just quit. You know, sometimes if you really believe in what you're doing and your whole body, mind, and soul is into it, it's gonna work, it's gonna work. So the next story is about a little black girl who stood her ground against a powerful white man. Um, so pretty much the story goes like this. The man owed the girl's mom 50 cents. So the girl's mom sent the little girl to the man to get the money. So when she went to go get the money, she stood in front of him and said, Sir, my mama said you owed her 50 cents. And he stood there and said, Go away, child. So after a couple hours, he noticed that the girl was still there. And he charged at her and said, Why are you here still here? She's like, Sir, my mama said he owes you 50 cents. And he said, 
little girl, you better get out of here before you get a whooping, right? Back in those days. And she stood her ground and he walked towards her ready to give her a whooping. And she looked at him in his eyes and said, my mama said you owe her 20, uh, 50 cents. Which this story is found on page 25, by the way. And the crazy thing is eventually, after the, the girl, little girl yelled at him, he ended up giving her the 50 cents. So the story behind that is that the little girl believed with her whole body, mind, and soul that she had a purpose, and her purpose was here to get her the 50 cents from the man. You know, this is a powerful man, and for him to back down because of that in that moment just goes to show, like, when you want something and your whole body, mind, and desire is into it, yo, you can get what you want, you know, because at that moment in time, that guy looked at the little girl and it was I guess it was one of those David versus Goliath moments. And he thought he was going to win. But when the time came, he ended up losing because of the girl's desire and the girl's. Just, she just believed in her getting her 50 cents. She came for something. She came for 50 cents and she left the 50 cents. This just goes to show that there's times in, in your own personal life where it's like you want something and you're not leaving until you get it. And those things happen. There's a lot of people who look at, I'll give you a prime example. Sorry, Drake, or, you know, what? I'm not going to use Drake. I'm going to use the weekend, the weekend. Actually, you know, what? I'm not going to use the weekend. I'm going to use Tory Lanez because Tory Lanez is somebody that went to my high school. Right. I remember back in the day when Tory Lanez was outside at square one selling his mixtape. I even bought one, you know what I mean? Just off the strength of, I, I liked it. I liked him back in high school. I thought he could flow. And, you know, I'm like, yo, whatever, yo, I'm going to support you at the end of the day anyways. But at the same time, he believed in himself. He believed in his craft. He believed in what he can do. And look at him now. Tory Lanez is one of the most known artists out there. You know what I mean? And he's doing his thing. So those these things can like you can kind of see the correlation already. Keep on keeping on no matter how hard the going may be. That's found on page 27. I'm going to use a Tory Lanez example again because think about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez kept on going on and Drake kept on going on. The Weeknd kept on going on. A lot of these artists who make it keep on going on no matter what, no matter how tough it is, no matter how hard it is, they keep going. And once you keep going and if you're especially if you're passionate about something and you think that, you know what, like this is going to make it, this is going to blow, this is the next big thing. Yo, go at it full force and keep on keeping on it makes so much sense because there's times in our personal lives when we have great ideas and sometimes we don't capitalize on that idea shout out nadia this is a this is crazy because i'll never forget this day in my life nadia said to me years ago years ago like over maybe like eight years eight nine years ago she's like yo what if we design something that you put in your key that's like a gps so you can never lose your keys again and she said that to me, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, yo, that's a good idea. We never, both of us never thought anything of it. Yo, a couple years later, boom, she pulls up. She's like, KG, look at this. And I'm just like, holy, like somebody invented the same exact thing that we were talking about. And it's just like, we just never did it. You know what I mean? And it's like, keep on keeping on. So someone had that idea, and they kept going. Tory Lanez knew that he knew his craft, knew his art, and he kept going. Success comes to those who become success conscious. This is on page 30. So in order to become successful, you have to develop that successful mind. You have to have those things that successful people do in place. And whatever works for you, works for you. If you have your certain little schedule, I see I've been looking at a lot of memes and I, mean, I don't want to say memes, but information. And it's just like successful people wake up early, they read, they exercise, they do this, they do that, they do this and they do that. And it's just like, this is the blueprint of how people are successful. So while we're reading this book, we're going to be getting 
the gems from the people who were successful. Shout out to Napoleon Hill for writing this book. Um, we appreciate you because we have to become success conscious because a lot of us, we think we are, we think small minded, you know, and it's just like, even with me doing this book review, I'm, I'm to be honest, I don't know where it's going to go, but I know that the information that I'm reading may help somebody. So, you know what? I want someone to be successful. Hopefully it's me at the end of the day. I want it to be me, you know, with this podcast, the PVO gems podcast, the wrap up TV, all these little projects that I touch that I do. I just want everything to be successful, you know, and that's just where my mentality is going. And that's where I want my, my, my head to go. Also on page 30, failure comes to those who indefinitely allow themselves to feel conscious. So thinking about this, it's like, if you think you're going to fail, odds are you may fail. If you think you're going to make it, odds are you're going to make it. But it all depends on how much you really and truly believe because there's been times where I'm at the free throw line. I'm using a basketball reference. I'm at the free throw line and I'm thinking like, yo, I really need to make this free throw. I just doubted myself right there, you know, and I doubted myself and boom, I missed the free throw because in my head, I doubted myself. But there's times where I'm just like, yo, I'm going to go knock these two down and boom, we're going to overtime. Quick times, give me the ball, ref, bomb. Hit the first one, bomb. Hit the second one, OT, you know? And it's just like, these are things that, You have to program yourself. You have to change that mentality. You have to just focus on being successful. And and you know what? I'm not saying don't focus on failures because you can learn a lot from failures. An L is not an L. It's a lesson. So you have to learn from people's failures and you have to learn from your own failures. And you have to just, you know, continue. Keep on keeping on. I like that quote. Keep on keeping on. On page two, it talks about on page two, on page 32, sorry. It talks about Henry Ford and Henry Ford obviously is a guy who started Ford Motors. Um, shout out to Henry Ford. But on page 32, let me let me read it. It says Henry Ford wanted to create an a, a V8 cylinder engine. The engineer said it was impossible. Henry Ford kept pushing for it. Came back six months later. They couldn't do it. They came back again and they still couldn't do it. He came back once more and they got it. Henry stayed determined and his desire helped the engineers come up with the V8 engine so henry ford wasn't the one doing the work but at the end of the day he believed he believed he knew that it could be done he's like you know what guys i believe in you guys you guys can get this done you guys can get this done and what did they do they eventually they got it done you know and it's just like his desire his faith his belief in his team that was one reason as to why they got it done because if they if he was just one of those guys who just i don't want to say didn't believe in his team but he just said you know what like let's just forget this like this is not gonna this is not going to happen. It's impossible. You guys say it's impossible. Okay, cool. I It's not going to happen. Boom. If he was one of those people and just threw that idea out the window, somebody else would have created the V8 engine, you know? And he was able to use his belief and use the gems that are found in this book in order to motivate and help his team get things done, you know, which is kind of dope because it just goes to show like sometimes, yo, you just need that determination. You need that determination to get things started. And once you start things, things just start rolling and the ball starts rolling. You know, so that's good, man. Shout out to Henry Ford. Also on page 32, we are the masters of our fate, the captain of our souls, because we have the power to control our thoughts. Wow. That's so powerful. I'm going to read it one more time because it's super powerful. We are the masters of our fate, the captains of our souls, because we have the power to control our thoughts. That's crazy. Controlling your thoughts, the captain of our souls. When you control your thoughts, you control what you think about. 
You control what goes through your head. You control what bothers you. You control what doesn't bother you. You control about what you think about. You control about you control what you talk to other people about. We are the masters of our fate. When you screw up, it's your fault. When things happen, it's your fault. You are in control of you. So if things happen to you, it's your fault. Right? So you're the master of your fate. So if you do things that aren't helping you out, then that's your fault. You see what I'm saying? Self-development is very important. And that's another reason why I'm doing this because I want to help people, you know, just think about themselves and figure things out, you know? And this caption right here is amazing because it's just like we have the power to control our thoughts. So when you control your thoughts, you can get, and that's why PVO gems, everything comes back full circle. You know what I mean? Because this is a positive vibes only show. You see what I'm saying? And to get to the positive of any situation, you need to be able to control your mind. If you can't control your mind, then someone has someone's gonna take advantage of you. I'm gonna give you an example. Shout out Ante from Campion, my friend, my homie. You know what I mean? But yo, Ante was a guy that I when we played basketball, to this day, maybe it's not to this day, but maybe the, even the last time I played Ante in basketball, I was always able to get in his head. And whenever I got in his head, they lost the game. Except for that one time we played Campion, they like they obliterated us. But he was locked down because I was able to get in his head. And it just goes to show that when you can control your thoughts, yo, you're in control. You're in control. Well, I controlled his thoughts by just talking shit and, you know, hitting him and doing a one-two. I got I got him flustered, so he was off of his game. So he allowed someone else to get into his mind and control his thoughts and control his game, you know, which was me. And I already knew basketball is a mind game. So if I can get into your mind, I win the game. So... You have to be in control of your own thoughts. You have to be able to think positive and negative situations. The reason why that's so important is because there's going to be times where you're going to be in a sticky situation and you got to think quick. And if you think angrily or you think negatively, it may not end up in the right steps for you. You see what I'm saying? Like you may, like God forbid, you end up dead or in jail or some crazy shit like that, right? But it's just like sometimes if you can think positively in a negative situation, it's just like, okay, cool. Like, all right, I'm in this sticky but you know what? Okay, let's do this. And then boom. And then you get yourself out of that sticky situation, right? So it just breaks down the importance of being in control of your soul because we have the power to control our thoughts. Masses of our fate because we have control over the things that we do. Speaking on the same note, on page 33, he drops another gem. This power makes no attempt to discriminate between destructive thoughts and constructive thoughts that it will urge us to translate into physical reality thoughts of poverty just as quickly as it will influence us to act upon thoughts of riches. So if you're thinking about riches and you're thinking about certain things, it's going to be given to you. You know what I mean? Because, yo, you have to control your thoughts, right? And if you're thinking about that, I'm not saying given to you like someone's going to give it to you. But it may be given to you in, in, a, in a different way where, like, you know, you start a business and your business is automatically booming. You know, and it's just like, wow, like who knew that this would happen? Sometimes when you think about, when you think about, and I know for, I'll use me as an example. Like I thought about debt and I accumulated more debt. And then I started watching the, the Secret movie on YouTube. And pretty much it's just like, yo, when you think about shit, that's the shit that you're going to happen to you. So I started thinking about different types of stuff. You know, I thought you got to think about making more money. You got to think about different ways to make more money and things like that. So that you're not you're thinking about you're not thinking about something that's negative you're thinking about something that's positive debt yeah sometimes some debt's not negative but we're not going to get into that this is not a financial thing unless we're reading a financial book the second gem he said was 
Our brains become magnetized with the, with the dominating thoughts which we hold in our minds. And by means with no, which no man is familiar, these magnets attract us to the forces, the people, the circumstances of life which harmonize which, with the nature of our dominating thoughts. So pretty... Whoops. There goes my phone. But yeah, so pretty much that that's pretty deep, man. Because if you think about it and you break it down, it just it pretty much says that we we are drawn to the people that are for us in regards to the life that we want to live, in regards to the things that we want to do, in regards to the life that we've been thinking about manifesting for a while. And it's just like, wow, it's deep because you meet so many different people along the way in life and like crazy to think about it it's like oh wow like some people yeah, are in for a reason some people are there for a season and it's just it's crazy to think about it like you know certain people that i've thought about or certain people or certain things that i've wanted i've met people that are doing the things that i wanted i met people that are doing the things that i want to do and it's dope because it's just like you know what like i've been thinking about this for a long time and now i'm around the people doing the things that I've been thinking. The last gem that was written on this page is before we can accumulate riches in great abundance, we must magnetize our minds with intense desire for riches that we must become unconscious until the desire for money drives us to create definite plans for acquiring it. That is wow. That is a very, very, very deep gem. Okay. So basically it's telling us that we need to make sure that our minds are in line with the desire of things like you can want something but you how bad do you want it you know how bad do you really really want it do you do you want it a little bit or do you want it this much you know you heard my the tone of my voice change but it just goes to show like when there's when that desire is burning inside you and like you just have to let it out like this is for me this is what it is for me i have a desire to like to I guess get my thoughts out and you know to talk to people and then let people know certain things and you know things like that and I feel like that's why I'm doing this podcast like that's that's just me I took that class in Ryerson as well I thought it was pretty cool I bought a mic you know I have all these these things and these gizmos and gadgets for gadgets for it but I've never really I didn't have the desire before but now more than ever I have the desire to like let people in on like you know my secrets my strategies who knows what that's gonna do i do a lot of research i watch a lot of videos i listen to a lot of interviews i listen to a lot of podcasts that's just me that's just what i do but i just feel like you know when you have a desire for for riches you have to become money conscious until the desire for money drives us to create a definite like it's just crazy because the that desire is going to drive you to create a plan to get the riches that you want so if you're not really, I don't want to say if you're not really hungry for it, you, how bad do you want it? Shout out Serge Ibaka, how hungry are you? You know what I mean? How hungry are you for to create this plan so that you can fulfill the desires that you want? You know, how hungry are you? Can you really, really tell me what you're trying to do? Can you show me the work that you've done behind it? Because the work that you've done behind it shows how desirable this whatever it is is for you and once you're chasing a purpose and you're chasing success money follows so like don't go chasing money because money is just an object but if you chase purpose and success then you will find that like i said in my other podcast inspiring others then you, that will come to you tenfold 
And that's what the book is saying. He's saying, until the desire for money drives us to create definite plans for acquiring it. It just goes to show, man, you need to you need to dream. If you have a dream, you need to make your dream a reality. You got to do the little things in order to help sustain or help get that life or get that money or get that whatever you're trying to work towards, man. I'm just working towards, yeah, you know, I would like to make some money, but I'm just trying to work towards spreading the word, you know, that PVO word. I guess kind of like a preacher, a PVO preacher. That's funny. But yeah, that's it. That's it, man. That's the the first chapter. The first chapter is actually called the intro. Chapter two now is called Desire. And I can't wait to get into that with you guys. Probably take me two weeks. It takes me a week to, you know, pretty much read the chapter, write things down. And then another week to break it down and drop it on a pod. But in the meantime, make sure you guys follow me on PVO Gems. Make sure you listen to my podcast pvo gems and make sure you let me know if there's anything i can do to be better y'all appreciate y'all wait wait before you leave i hope you didn't forget to subscribe or comment or rate the pod follow pvo gems on twitter instagram apple muse apple podcast sorry google podcast spotify everywhere wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend thank you guys appreciate you